Immerse yourself in the outdoor experience. It will cleanse your soul and make you a better person. Fred Bear. Hey boys, kill Double. You can find us in the wood duck swamps of South Carolina. In the goose fields of North Carolina. And chasing tom turkeys in the open cutovers. Whether it be velvet whitetails in August, or hard horned bruisers in late December. Tall time. You can always find our family out in God's creation doing exactly what we live for. Thanks for watching and welcome to Mid-Carolina Outdoors. Hello everybody, welcome back for the first true episode of the Hunting the Carolinas podcast. This is going to be our NC duck season preview. We got us a full house in here tonight. It's going to be good stuff. Alright, I'm going to start by going around the table to my left. We got here with me Brett Presley. What's going on Brett? Not much. All right, Morgan, what's going on with you, buddy? Oh, man, not much. Just looking for, looking forward to this first split. It's going to be good stuff, sure. Yeah, How about you, man? What you got on, going on over there, Dad? Uh, just hanging out. Talk a little bit about what the upcoming season will bring. Man, I hope it's a good one. Man, if, yeah. If it, if it goes anything like it did for us last year on that first split, we're going to be in good shape, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. I think so, too. Everybody have a good day today. What all y'all been getting into? Yeah, mm, just moving stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. You moving? Ah, uh, just went to work, came gotcha. home. Gotcha, gotcha. About it. <laughs> What'd you do? Uh, a little work early this morning. Messed around with some deer stuff. Gotcha. Afternoon, Can't beat that. Same. I went to work. Hunting, a little warm. Yeah, a little warm for it for sure. When I, I just went ahead and took it kind of as a scout in the afternoon. Went out there, checked the food plots, looked for some signs, stuff like that. So. Yeah, food plots. You tell me. Yeah, they're coming in good that's for sure. Be, that's gonna be really good. Yeah, I saw some of the pictures you took. They yeah, looking yeah, they're looking great. great. I can't wait to see them another couple weeks from now because they're they're coming up good. They should start kind of spreading out soon, so that'd be good. Yeah. But anyways, we come on here to talk about ducks, so we'll jump back into that. Old duck bird. <laughs> yeah, sorry about no, that. No, heck no, no, it's good. All right, so what is everybody kind of looking forward to? You know the most about this opening split? What you know? Because obviously it's, it's always more than just shooting the ducks. So we'll start with you, Brett. What you think? Uh, I miss the experience. Just no sleep. <clears throat> you know, staying up late. You're tired and everything, but it's still fun. And everybody enjoys it, and it's, it's a good time. Yeah, uh, just just getting back out there, kind of like he said. You know, oh, yeah. first first one of the year. Just gotta get out there, and we see some birds. Great, we shoot some birds. Even better, you know. But it's like he said, all about the experience and. Being there with your friends and family and whatnot, and just getting out there. All right. How about you, Dad? Yeah, it's like Morgan said, a lot to do with friends, family, time together. It's a. Uh, that's really what I look forward to. Yep. Yep. Same here. I'm. When the duck season comes every year. Darn right. You know how it is. You got to get out there a little early sometimes. I'm trying to get out there. We're gonna get set up. I can't wait to get everything all set up and kick back over inside, get this little fire going, cook some breakfast. That's gonna be fun, man. I'm oh, looking. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, when you do it and you do it right, it's really like an experience that that stays with you through. Oh yeah, yeah, life. for sure. Even before the sun ever comes up on the first morning, you've already got a lifelong memory down near it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the same way with us last year. We got there super early. 
Got ahead, went ahead and got all the decoys put out, you know, got all the, that part done, yeah. built us a blind, and then we just sat there and hung out for a couple hours and just had a blast talking, cutting up, looking forward to the moment, you know. It was, and then, of course, that sun came up and wood ducks start whistling. We fired the first shot on the lake last year. That was yeah. pretty epic. We I shot mean, really. Yeah. Our first seven shot seconds. Seven <laughs> seconds after shooting light. Yep. Seven oh two. We could hear the wood ducks and was watching it, and then sure enough, right, right as it just hit perfect, they came over. We fired the first shot, and then within a few seconds after that, it started lighting up all around the lake yep. for sure. Yeah, it was awesome. That truly yep. was awesome. Good stuff. Another thing too. What you got? Looking forward to some breakfast, man. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that shot is on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it is. It I is. Know I think. It is. That opening shot, man. Yep. But anyway, I just want to throw that in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of what comes into my next point here. We'll just kind of talk about that them hunts last year, you know. And obviously, Dad wasn't able to make it with us on them yeah, hunts yeah. last year, but he'll definitely be there with us this year. But just for for this little section here, you know, we'll probably kind of hang with just uh, me, Brett, and Morgan here for this one, just because, like I said, Dad wasn't able to make it on that one, but uh. You know, what's just some of your fondest memories you'd say, Brett, you know, from that hunt last year that we all had together on the open split? Uh, I just like the, um, uh, sorry. Um, no, you good. I'm thinking. You good? Uh, but just the early mornings, you know, before the hunt, you know, you weren't shooting birds, but you're still having a good time and oh, being yeah. outdoors. And Fair it's enough. a different experience on a lake. Yeah. Know, oh, yeah. Game. Definitely. Definitely. Because that's all you had ever done with us before that was down at the swamps. Mm. So it down in South Carolina. So, yeah, it was out on the boat, the whole nine yards, mm. you know, on the lake. I remember we were setting them decoys, not the first time, but the second time when we was out, like, way off mm. the bank. You know, you remember that? That was wild. I mean, literally, you look back, you could just barely see the side up there, you know, and during waves coming by you and stuff. Mm. I turned, that's a lot different in the swamp, mm. that's for sure. You learn how to walk yeah. the swamp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. How about you, Morgan? What's some of your fondest memories from last year? Some of the best memories from last year was, of course, like we just talked about, was being some of the first, maybe the first shot on the whole whole water, you know? Yeah. But another thing, too, was the three-man mallard limit that we shot. That was really cool. That was the only mallard limit I've ever shot, personally, and it was good stuff. It was really cool. Yeah, darn right. A A lot of birds. If we can come even close to that this year, oh yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah. man, if we can get one or two greenheads, I'm gonna be as happy as I can be. Oh you yeah, know? for sure, anything. Exactly, exactly. Anything. A couple wood ducks, a couple greenheads, that'd be a heck of a hunt. As far as maybe I'm a concerned. surprise group of divers. Yeah, that's what some I'm. UFOs. I, I really, because we saw some redheads last year. They just didn't ever, you know, they just would never quite work in there for us. And yeah. plus, we were kind of set up in a a more puddler, you know, yeah, induced barrier, and then exactly up in the back of a cut. Exactly. Know? Well, but there was a big grass flat, but we were kind of on the inside of the grass yeah. flat where the mallards didn't mind coming at all. But it's a little more shallow, you know, a little too shallow yeah. for the for the divers. You the get divers up in there. like to be out. Yeah, yeah a little farther little out, six, and that's what I mean. We had some. Six feet. I'd say the closest second group. We had one laying kind of around the corner and out on us, maybe about a hundred yards yeah. out from us. But yeah, but uh, no, that was it was an awesome hunt for sure. It's like I said in that first one, you know, just firing the first shot of the year. That was. Well, that we could hear, obviously. Yeah. I'm not talking about the whole state, but as far as right there, you were on the time. We could hear the birds coming, and it just timed out absolutely perfect, like seven, eight seconds after, after you know, shooting time. And then, like I said, within a few seconds after that, they just started popping off all over. But then that very next morning, we what, what was really my favorite part of that whole hunt is that we went in blind, you know, just some e-scouting or whatever, you know, looking at the hunt stand and all that good stuff. We went in blind that first morning for the, the season opener, and we had a good hunt that morning. Shot three of them. I mean, couldn't ask for We actually did get four, but one of them just got into the buck brush, and they're just, we could not find yep. it. We, so I, I looked for that bird for probably a darn hour and a half or more. Yeah, I was kicking was around the, everywhere. The, the thick, thick yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was. I'd done all I could, and that's all you can do. I mean, it happens, you know. But yeah. we got four that morning. We could only find three of them, which sucked. But, uh, yeah, all wood ducks. And then... After we left, we left the blind probably, what, around 9, 10 o'clock, you'd say. Yeah, we got a little hungry. We were ready to get on back to the house. But we was riding back, and I just looked at you guys. I was like, man, let's just go. We, we got a few minutes. We can get back and get some breakfast whenever, you know. We went and decided to go just ride around a little bit. And sure enough, we cut a right, went over there, and just rode around. And I found a spot. We saw some. We would come around the corner, and just by chance, there was a group of mallards flying down through there on their own. And we just kind of, like, met up with them there, you know. And I was like, hold on. Let's just sit right here for a minute and kind of see what we got. 
And sure enough, we parked the boat, and within 10, 15 minutes, two more groups done flew right over us. And then a third group came in and just yep. cut right in and oh, landed yeah. right there in a spot. It was yeah, just and this amazing. Was all at like 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, this like, was up in the day. That's day what I'm saying. Yeah, 10, 11 o'clock, and these birds and were just flying being, around working all over the place. With it being October, it was warm. Yeah, it was. It, was. Warm it definitely October was. October in North Carolina is. For sure. Yeah. For sure, but that's what's so still. awesome is I just looked at you fellas. I said, this is where we need to be in the morning. Oh, yeah. And it worked out great. We so went back to the house, got us some rest, you know, because we knew we were going to have to run early if we wanted to get where we wanted to go. We got back, got us some rest, got up real early, took off out there, and ended up having one of the best hunts we've ever had. It, it was, was absolutely epic for sure. It was great. Most uh, mallards we had shot. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. Yeah. At least, at least you know, on the North yeah. Carolina public yeah. land. We had a couple of hunts that was yeah, similar, if not yeah. better, down, you know, on our South Carolina place, yeah. but definitely. All right, well, uh, I'm just going to run back around this one, and obviously, Dad, you'll jump back in on this one with us. Brett, what's, your, what's something that you might think we might should maybe try to do a little different this year, you know, something like that? Uh, if there's anything you could think of in the egg, I mean, obviously we might not need to do anything different because it worked good. So if you if you yeah. think that everything was fine like it was, by all means, there ain't nothing wrong with that either. Um, I think like our blinds and the camouflage, like we've worked on the net. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. The little blind we made, yep. Make it easier to set up in the morning. Don't yeah. spend as much time. I got you. Yep. Awesome. That's exactly kind of what I, that's exactly what I had in mind whenever mm. I whenever I decided I wanted to do that. Because yeah. what we can do is we can set that thing up real quick. Whereas last year we were making pure brush blinds. We were mm -hmm. taking, you yep. know, take a little hatchet and cut some brush and make whatever we needed. Cut us a good little blind in. It was absolutely perfect. But we had to work our tails off to yep. do it. We were all about to die by the time we got it done, you know. And so, we ended up destroying our cover behind Yeah, about a, exactly. By the time, here you go. And, and also coming in and out of the blind and stuff, it's easy mm -hmm. to knock it down and all yep. that. This year we built us a little thing that we're going to be able to put up, and then it won't take near as much brush to really get it right, get it the way it needs to be, so... Heck yeah, man. That's awesome for sure. What about you, Morgan? What you think? Um, Yeah, I mean, kind of piggybacking right off of what Brett said. It's going to be a lot easier to get set up. You know, need a lot less brush with, yep. the, with the netting we made. And minus that, really, I mean, it was great hunts last it year, worked. man. Yes, sir. It sure I, was. I mean, really, we got some redhead decoys now. So yep. we'll set up there for the go. divers, set there them out a little farther, you know. Yep. Yep. Make sure we got the full chokes in and everything. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Them, but minus that, you know, getting the diver decoy set up for the for the divers. Since we're on big water, you know, there's yep. a few yep. of them swinging through here and there. Definitely. And except for that, really, I think we just need to keep it not simple, but you know, like we had it. it seemed yeah, like sure, it worked great sure. to me. I mean, sure. Dad, is there anything that you know you would want to try? Obviously, you know, you wouldn't be able to be there with us last year. But is there anything you you're thinking that we might be good to try, you know? Not really. I mean, you guys had one of the best hunts. I had 15 years on that lake. Sure, so, yeah. You know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, hey, we always. I, I was not fortunate enough to be there at that time. But, you know, hey. not, not every time. That's right. But, but I mean, it's, it was an ace hunt. Ain't much oh, yeah. change about it. it. Unless you just sharpen everything. Yeah, yeah. Little, definitely, you know? definitely. Make sure your prep times are good. You know, prep, as Morgan said, prep your gun for whatever the birds are doing. Be prepared for it. If the birds are decoying good, you can shoot any choke you want to shoot. Birds are flying by on the riverfront. Yeah. Then you better be able to reach out there. Definitely, you know definitely. Saying? No doubt, no doubt. So, no doubt. And, I mean, honestly, like you said, I, I fully agree with you there, but you can always – you know, just like you said, sharpen it. Just try to get yeah. a little better here, a little better there. Yeah. But one thing that is good is that you wasn't able to make it with us on that hunt, but you were able to come just a couple of weeks later. Yeah. And now, while we didn't have quite as good of a hunt, we still, we still had our most one of our most successful hunts. You know, as a full family out there doing it together, yeah, which was, was awesome. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was tough too because I mean they'd already been shot hard a couple weeks before, and, man, and they was were. Wind it was that was a, that was a tough condition. We only. Rough. Now, granted, I'll be the first to admit we had a little rusty on our shooting. We could have shot a little better and probably yeah. killed a little more. Yeah. But we really only did get two or three opportunities throughout the whole day, and yeah. we made the most of them. So yeah. I mean that was a good hunt. Regardless. Yeah, and it was like yeah. I said, it was windy. It was windy, it was windy, windy it was and right cold too. There. Yep, yep, for sure. It was November sixth. 
All right, well, I'm going to move on to something right here. And obviously, you know, not everybody's deep into this. And I'm not going to pretend like I'm very deep into it either. I just know what I've seen, you know, on the social media and stuff like that. And, you know, seen on the on Duckside or Duckside Limited website. But uh, talk about this bird population survey that they've done, which if you look at it just, just a quick glance, it does look a little scary, you know, overall. But then if you dive into it a little more, at least for us eastern shore hunters, you know, in the eastern Atlantic flyway, it looks a little better for us. Because if you go on down, you see that the eastern population, you know, they actually increased on everything, I believe, except for ringnecks. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it, but we we have plenty of ringnecks. You know, yeah. it, it, that's one thing that, you know, North Carolina, not us specifically, but at least down at the North Carolina coast, South Carolina coast, that's a common bird and we've seen them on our spots up you know our public spots before but more later in the season we didn't see any last year that we know now we saw a couple ufos that very well might have been flying wide open out across their way out across the lake groups of divers and stuff that's very possible but i'm just saying every other bird you know the wood ducks the mallards the even the black ducks you know which i'm not going to say we haven't seen a few and maybe didn't get the kill but i know we've never connected with any let's put it that way so but uh the black ducks look good. Everything looked good on the eastern, and I can't just can't help but wonder, you know, on there is maybe some of this with all that just heavy gunning going down all the way up and down the Mississippi and the central. Maybe these birds are finally shifting their pattern a little bit, kind of a more away from the coast itself, going down the coast, coming a little more inland there, and then from the Mississippi coming a little more inland towards us, you know, because yeah. it just seemed like our uncle, for example. Our uncle shot a banded mallard out of Wisconsin just yeah. last year, yeah. which to me is just that tells me that, that bird is in the central flyway and he come all the way down across the mountains and got shot in North Carolina on a farm pond. Yeah. Just like why? You know, it just doesn't, well, it seems like these birds are shifting and they're kind of coming down the Appalachians a little more instead of going straight down the river or straight down the coast, which for us as inland North and South Carolina hunters is epic. That's, that's the best case scenario yeah. for us. Well, you kind of hit it on the head there. Uh, you said farm pond. Yep. It's one thing that's really, really changing. But the, if you look at the, you know, the whole article they wrote about yep. the, uh, the bee pop survey, mm-hmm. is that the plains were really, really dry on the central this yeah. year. The pothole ponds, sure. you know, the little little water was really dry, and on the eastern it was the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, heavy rains and the spring on the eastern coast, eastern fly zone, really had the ponds good. You mm-hmm. know, the Canadian plains were good. The uh, what's the name of that forest? The uh, the boreal, the boreal, boreal the forest, boreal yep. forest was yep. good, and it was really, really good on the east coast. And if you if you look at the survey, you know, you look at the central, the central, the LTA was down. Everything was down on the central, but the eastern was really, really good, like you said, except for ringnecks. Yeah, but like I said, we've got tons got and tons of ringnecks. Of ringnecks so, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I hate to say it like this, but I'll, I'll trade a lot of ringnecks for some mallards if oh, yeah, we can do that. I mean, most most people will. And if you see, you know, people shoot full limit ringnecks. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially yeah, at the coast. Exactly, like down at the Hyde, coast on the, in the impoundments and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, they're just generally, and you know, the, the sounds or whatever, they're just loaded with mm-hmm. uh, yep. ringnecks. Yeah, all sure. kinds of divers. For sure. But the LTA was a little down on the East Coast. But the last survey they did was in 2019 because of COVID. Exactly. And from 2019 to now, that's three years, as a, or two and a half years or whatnot, it was a good sample size. Yeah. And it was up a good bit, you know, like you yeah, said. Yeah, definitely. Everything, everything except for ringneck, of course. So it's good. It's really good. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I just, you said, maybe some of them birds are shifting off the central to the more water-rich, so to speak, lands of the east coast. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like you said, yeah. using the mountains, flying down the mountains, yeah, kind of angling you know, down that, off the river. Maybe other rivers too, like the Missouri. Yeah, and sure, the Ohio sure, sure. It cuts and out, the yeah. Tennessee and Chattahoochee and uh, Chattanooga or whatever Chattahoochee, Chattanooga. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. And ranking off the Mississippi and following those rivers eastward. Yeah. Course, because they know if they go down through Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, all them, they're just going to get hammered yeah. all the way. This is the smart. Now, obviously, your juvie birds, they're just going to go whichever way the adult whichever birds are the with water them. Is. Well, whichever <laughs> way the water or whichever way the adult birds they're running with go. Yeah. Now, obviously, every once in a while, you get a wad of juvies that really just go wherever they want to, which we might have seen with your teal last year, maybe, because that was a little weird, man. I don't yeah. care 
it's just always crazy to, for you to have popped a, a band of green wing teal in the February youth season. Yeah, from and it was Quebec, you, know? you know banded as a hatch. Yeah, as a hatch that year. He was definitely a junior. It said yep. it was banded in September as hatch. Yep, banded so, in September as hatch. Harvested in February on a yep. little small beaver pond. Yeah, that bird uh, was probably not even had colors during the teal season. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy to think, man, but it's true as can be. Is uh anything you know that y'all would like to add on there real quick? You know, anything from you, Brett? Anything you got to say? <clears throat> not really. I don't know much about it. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Like I said, not everybody's all into it. Yeah. You know, it's just I happen to see it, mm-hmm. so of course I'm gonna look at it and look into it. Just you know the way, the way I'm wired with ducks these days or whatever. I do try to research it, but I just forget. Yeah, of know. course. No, yeah. you're good, man. You're good. Yeah, we'll step in there. Yeah, what you got? And just like. I agree with a lot of what you said about the shooting. Yeah. The sport has grown. Yeah, it's definitely. Like, yeah, we duck hunted when I was young, and I'm 51 now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, back then it was it was, it was was tough. Tough, tough. Not a lot of birds. But now the people, the number of people that are hunting in the duck-rich areas such as Mississippi. Yeah. You know, in the East Coast, they're definitely, I think, and I've talked about this maybe even five years ago with you, I think. Sure. The evolution of the bird is going to come across the mountains. Yeah. And fly the mountain line. Yep, yep. Come down through right Remember, off, going down into Clemson and places sure, like that sure. where it comes through the right. big lakes. And they right down to Georgia. Right big lakes yeah. right Exactly, there, exactly. And they go all the way straight down to the that. coast. And uh, yes, I, believe, I believe that does have have some input on definitely the i mean number of ducks so not only you know it's healthy like yeah, i said yeah but also that you know just it, the, the pressure yeah pressure. sure we'll it's just it it's, it, it's almost a form of you know their their per se evolution to be able to realize that if they just keep going down that same you know that same flyway every single year that eventually yeah you know it's just they're going. They're going to get, especially you know your mature birds that actually make it a few times. They realize, okay, we go both the, all the way down and all the way back. They got shot, you know, shot up all the way down and all the way back up. They're like, we're going to go a different way next year. There's no sense in going right back oh, down through there. They're darn right, exactly. And now I, mean, I understand. If, if the traffic out here on the road was backed up for five miles, <laughs> would you turn into the traffic, or would you turn around and go the other way? Exactly, exactly. You know what but I'm I mean, now and you got to understand, we we do fully get obviously, you know, that they're just ducks, they're pea brain, you know, they're oh, not. Sure. But but animals will adapt to survive. That's been proven. I don't well, give a crap what anybody says. You, That's proven. You can here, see it in you know in nature all up. the time. Go to your local wood duck hole and hunt three times in a row. Exactly. And exactly. And don't kill. Just miss. <laughs> just just shoot at them. Just, just I mean, just go out there and just good, shoot up in the see air. See how good your four, fifth, six, and seven hundred. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there, there's you. To a T. Don't tell me they don't learn. To a T. Exactly. But, but what you got, Morgan? And another thing too that backs it, they might be possibly breaking off the. Uh, Mississippi is that you shot a gadwall too. Like yeah, that. yeah. I mean, I we hadn't good. seen a gadwall. Yeah, a single bird. Now, I, I know one. there's some down at the coast here and yeah. there for sure, but inland wise, we just yeah. don't, we hadn't seen them we very just, much uh, at and all. And it was a massive It was. It was gadwall. a stud like, gadwall maybe drake. Maybe he had yeah, done that a few times and for learned. For sure. And you learned. Know, maybe I can know. go this way safe. And of course, you know, that was our first year on that property. So he maybe he had been running down through there regular and he got it. Exactly. There you go. Even through all the other hunters this area yeah the yeah yeah you don't hear that a ton I that's mean, for sure whatever now again on the big water definitely you know especially not on the swamp definitely yeah, definitely for sure especially on not on the swamp all right so i'm gonna kind of piggyback right off of that with this and this is i mean I, anybody that's listening to this that's also listened to the ducks unlimited podcast has probably heard this but this is just a pretty cool thing for us you know because Whereas we get you know watch the videos of the guys out in the central and all that they're shooting they can i think shoot up to five five miles towards their limit or whatever right. you know right. here we only get two and i've only got two i believe my whole life that I, that i can remember that i've duck hunted at least i'm not going to say that there wasn't when i was younger but uh, according to i believe it was dr basher brasher on the ducks unlimited podcast and he said this is not he doesn't know this this is just based on the way the data is trending that there is a decent possibility, actually, that we could go up to a four-bird bag within the next 
four to five years. I'm not saying next year. And yeah. who knows, it might be next year. And but at, the, at the rate exactly. right now that we're going, if it, if exactly. it, if it the keeps, same way yep, we're going, yep. then it, we can get there. And, that. and that's, yep. I mean, like I said, he's no way, shape, or form did he say this is guaranteed, this is gonna, we're going to have, it's right. but he said if the, the way the data trends, because that's what they exactly. run off up there, you know, and that's what they need to, the exactly. way the data's trending, if it continues that way, Within the next couple seasons, you know, to four or five years, something like that, there is a significant chance that they could actually raise our bag limits for mallards, which would be epic, you know, because you got to think, it really, it's a lot of work to go out there and do all that and only be able to shoot two. If, oh, like to say, because see, here we don't get these huge mixed bags of all, every kind of duck, so we can go out there and no, shoot two mallards and then shoot four more others. And, and, and that's, so that's what, what we've what got. Exactly. Us. And that's kind yeah. of for us if and you're sneak on. Up, you know, on the big waters again, you might get surprised with a buffalo head. Or yeah, like exactly. That. But you know, our main goal is daylighting the wood ducks and morning, yeah, mid morning hunting the, the mountains. Exactly, that's exactly. Kind of the game plan. Boom, and then if you don't get any wood ducks, well, you're out there and you've done all this just for two mallards, which is still I'd do it. I'd do it for hey, one. Yeah, I'd do it for it, one. He's, I'm not. Say, I'm, I'm not complaining in any way. I'd do it for one, and I. It, they set these rules for a reason to try to help these ducks, and heck, yeah, it looks like it has helped these ducks. Yeah, so right. I'm not complaining at all. I'm just saying, wouldn't no, it be it awesome to be able to go out there and not. take four mallards instead of just two after putting in all that time, all that effort, all that work to get out there and get it and do it, do it right, and then you shoot two times if you shoot good, you know, and you're done. Yeah. It's like, dang. And I, and I think what we're, as you said, what we're trying to say is it would be a bonus to be able to shoot four but it'd be also a blessing to know that the ducks are doing good enough to allow us to shoot for. Yes, sir. And maybe even in, who knows, guys, 20 years from now, we might be able to shoot eight. Yeah, or just a full limit, you know, or a just, full six-per limit. Are you talking about just ducks, period? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got uh, you. Definitely. Yeah, like definitely. out west. I'm talking about, like, shoot maybe six mallards and six yeah. wood ducks even. Yeah, you know I saying? mean, it'd it take a lot to get there, that's so for I'm sure. But 10, 15, yeah, 20 yeah, years out, yeah. you know. Definitely, yeah. definitely. I mean, even out west, though, already, like, I think in Kansas has a five. It's a five-mallard five limit. Yeah, if you can shoot six birds total, but yeah, five, five of them, them can be mallards. I just and like to see, see it doing that good. Yeah, that means yeah. that the conservation's yeah. worked. Yes, exactly. But it exactly. would be really, really for good, sure. just like Dad said, for uh for it to get to where we could shoot four mallards, you know, that means that, that means everything everything's working. working. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was talking about with the evolution of time. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You go back. I mean, because I remember that. Well, I don't remember, but I've read and learned, seen that you know they had a point system back in the day, and yeah. I think it was I don't know the exact. It was like a thousand points or whatever something, and every bird was worth all so much. And I mean, depending on what you were shooting and how well established they were. You could shoot up to 10, 12 birds, depending on what it was. Now, you couldn't shoot. I don't want to say you could shoot 10. In an area worthy of that point. Exactly. It varied, exactly. It varied to all different areas. One place might be two points. One place might be 10. Yeah. There you can shoot two birds. Here you can shoot four birds. Yeah, for but, sure. You know. Definitely. Definitely. Off the old point system. All right, we all will. This has been great so far, but I think we're going to go ahead and take us a quick break, right quick. We'll come back into it and keep rolling on some of the next subjects here in a minute. How's that sound to y'all? Sounds good. Sounds good. our break here uh go ahead and keep on rolling right into the second half of our 2022 nc duck season preview all right so we'll just pick back up kind of where we left off there we're going to go ahead and talk about some of our you know expectations for this upcoming hunt and then just a general season there after that so go ahead and start with you brett you can go on and then we'll roll around the table uh i'm kind of expecting to have an easier time hunting yeah you know because we know more about it and we know what to do yep the easy ways to do things yep and uh also this would be my third year duck hunting yep and i'm getting i've gotten a lot better 
So to have a whole season at a new level almost. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be good. Awesome, um, awesome. All right. I just think it'll be all around better. Yeah, yeah. Because we're so, not so experienced, but we're experienced. Yeah, more we were. You know, got a great, we, we, we've, I've hunted for years, you know, doing it, but never terribly seriously. Mm. And then yeah. we started, you know, in our swamp, that would be two seasons ago. Mm. We w- went with John, you know, really kind of started getting into it heavy. Yeah. And then last year had a full season of just mm. learning experiences, yeah. and that'll definitely add up for you. It's like I said, we went into that first hunt blind last yeah. year, learned a little bit, got better, and then just continued on throughout the mm. season. So I agree with you. That'll definitely be a good we're, thing for us to come into. We're you know? coming into it ready now. We have more equipment. We know what to get. Yes, know? sir. Yes, sir, for sure. How about you, Morgan? What's your expectations for us? Yeah, I got good expectations, man. I really do, considering, you know, based off of last year, we had really good hunts. And yep. Like Brett said, we're more prepared now with a little bit more equipment, a little bit more experience, a little bit more yep. know of the area, at yep. least. If it's anything like last year, you know, a little bit more knowledge about where the birds may or may not be. Yes, sir. Things Definitely. like that. Definitely. But, you know, ex- expectations for, you know, the October hunt is really good you know i'm excited for it and everything yeah and the expectations for the season you know i'm really excited (laughs) for that too you know the sc uh swamps and beaver ponds that we're hunting uh we were able to get out there and plant some um millet and some rice in the summertime out there on them you know get some feed in them holes you know before we get into definitely something they want make it where they want to go naturally and things like that of course of course that's got my expectations pretty high for that right and then of course our few goose hunts that we tried in there now we didn't kill any geese but we saw a ton ton of ducks ducks. yeah that's a good sign definitely definitely i just want to uh add one thing about south carolina you're talking about i just like it how it's a different way of life almost yeah you know campfires oh yeah yeah when we go down to our camp our hunting camp we got down there Mm -hmm. yeah it's an escape from almost you know, normal life. Yeah, sure. Just go down there yeah. and you basically camp out for the whole weekend, yeah. hang around the fire. Now, we do take a TV with us, yeah. watch a little football or mm. whatever, race and whatever's yeah, on, tigers. you know. But, <laughs> but like I said, you know, like then, like you said, I mean, it's just a great time to be able to go down there and just separate from everything else, mm. burn, the, burn the barrel fire, you know, and just hang out. Yep. It's one of those things, it's always hard to sleep. Mm. It's always yeah. having such a good time anyway, Especially you know. first night. Exactly. You're excited to go. For sure, man. I'm glad you brought that up because that's definitely a very, very good point for sure. How about you, Dad? What you what you looking forward to? Yeah, I mean, look forward to the most, I guess, is is getting to hunt, getting to go hunting. But as far as like you know, my expectations, just like everybody at this table, is is high. Yeah. I expect us to see a lot of birds. I expect us to shoot good. Darn right. I expect us to. Uh, you know, do everything in a good, good hunter's way. Yeah, definitely. Leave it better than you find it, yes, especially on public land. Of course. But uh, you know, that's that's high expectations of everything. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, Same. That's where I'm at. For sure. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Is I I really don't even have anything to say after what all y'all just said because I'm right there with every word you said. You know, I agree with one hundred percent through and through. For sure. Do you have anything else you know you wanted to add on with that right there? Ah, uh, just uh. Hope the birds are there and hope the shots are there. Yes, sir. Me too. Me too. And one thing we got going for us is that we did, you know, we shot a bunch of bunch of uh, clays earlier this year, yeah. and then we had a couple of real good dove hunts that kind of, you know, yeah, whereas, season, whereas you know, last season. year that we we had we didn't really get to shooting shooting wing a whole lot until we got up there. Now we done pretty good for. For, for the lack of practice, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> for the, yeah, we might have struggled on the woods a little bit, but like I said, for the lack of practice, we've done all right, but this year I do feel better about the shooting going into it because we've definitely had a couple of good dove hunts leading into it, and we've done a yep. lot yeah, of clay shooting. Yep. Yep. Dove season can help you a lot for getting ready for the yeah, fast flying wood ducks definitely. coming by at high speeds, you know. Definitely, definitely, especially and if you're hunting a little, now if you're out in the field, you see yeah, them coming from a long yeah. way, but if you're kind of hunting a little smaller pasture or something, yeah. which is like what we're yeah. hunting, them birds yeah. will be on you and past you if you ain't yeah, up normal I mean, quick, are, just like them ducks will in that swamp. Shoot. I mean, really, they really are kind of hard to shoot because they're really quick, you know, they, they tend to have a little direction change, especially when they're coming into a line or a decoy and stuff like that, and it's really, I don't want to call it training, yeah, because doves are great, you know, great birds. You know, they eat great. Yeah, whole nine course. yards, but, but it, it's you both. can use it. Two birds, one stone. Training. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, 
You can really prep yourself, get your shooting. Yeah, of course. You can get good food out of it, good time with family and friends, and good practice for all the other upcoming wing shooting of the year. Definitely, definitely. Can't beat it. September dove season is a great time. For sure. That's awesome. Well, just kind of piggyback right off of that. You know, obviously this is going to be our NC preview, but then just a month after that, we'll be right back. I believe it's a Thanksgiving week. We'll be right back into South Carolina. So while we're on here, I want to say that's it. I well, can't. I, I know it's the exact same sure. as last year, but I just yeah. can't remember. It's, yeah, it's uh, Saturday the same to Saturday. Week, but you know, the days change. Exactly. But like I said, I just, uh, you know, this was our North Carolina preview. But of course, while we're on here, can't help but talk about that a little bit down there. And you kind of led us into it a little bit already with what you said about us going down there and putting some work in this summer. Yeah. We planted a few spots. We opened up. We got, we got one spot that's it's a great spot. It's got a lot of ducks, but it's loaded with buck, uh, buck brush. It's just real thick little, little trees short trees and stuff, stuff like, like that, that. Yeah. it was real thick and it was just kind of th- them ducks could get in there but they had to land on the creek channels and then spread out throughout it yeah, which is tough in. because the creek channels are hard to get to you got to walk through a bunch of swamp to get down to the channels yeah. and all that stuff so we actually took the chainsaw down and you know opened up some good holes in that stuff this year and i am i, am, I might be more excited about that place than anywhere else because a lot of things that people don't realize is just as much as you're opening them woods up and allowing the the birds to be able to fly down and land in there better, you're opening you're, up your sight lines. You're opening it. up your sight lines, but the most important thing for me is you're opening up for the sunlight to get down to that aquatic grass. Yeah. When you do that and you get some sunlight down to those aquatic grasses, they will boom. Especially the first couple of years, they will absolutely boom, grow up, and be twice as. And you know that's and what them birds, birds are feeding it. on. It's basically that whole place is loaded with wild millet. And, I mean, you can look right at it and see it looks darn near just like any millet, you know, you plant out in the field other than it's in standing water. But that stuff grows up good. And you can plant it, they see, like, in the more open holes, the open, more open spots, how much thicker and greener it is than in the shady spots. Yeah, for sure. So I just can't wait to see what, A, cutting that stuff out, you know, how much, how it'll let them birds come in there better. And then, B, how much better it helped, you know, with all the natural vegetation mm-hmm. just to, a put more food in the area for the birds more food you got more birds you can hold that's just all there is to it yeah and like i said a second ago um anytime you can get where the birds are coming into naturally you don't even need decoys exactly Exactly. find the right spot all they do is for for me especially with wood ducks at least now mallards a little different story obviously you can work them a little better yeah but with wood ducks what wood duck decoys do and if you're, if you're on really small water, all they are basically at that point is confidence. You know, they come over, they see there's a couple yeah. down there, like, okay, great, boom. But also but to, like, direct them. That's, where I, that's what I was saying. If you're hunting a little else. bit bigger water and you know they're going to be on that pond somewhere, what you can use your decoys for is to figure out where they land on that pond. Yeah, that's exactly, kind of exactly right. It's just landing on it. In but the if they're flying over, you, you can't really run traffic on wood ducks. No, you know, you just, just can't. So well, I'm not talking about that. I'm just you can't decoy them mm-hmm. off of it. Mm-hmm. You can decoy yeah. the heck out of wood ducks on the body of water they, they want they to want go, go to. to. Exactly. If, if you're on the right body of water, they're planning on landing on any way, they come over and see your wood duck decoys, they're going to come to them, I promise yeah. you. You can set out a mixed spread of all kinds. I don't care if it's 30 decoys of all different kinds. If you set out all your wood ducks on the left side and you're in the right wood duck spot, every wood duck that comes in is going to land on the left side with them wood yeah. ducks. They're not just going to land right out over here. with the, They're going to find the wood ducks and land with the wood ducks. Yeah, they might make one For or sure. two passes. For sure, but if it's not them. where they want to go, they'll fly right over and never even look yeah. down. They'll, There's they'll be no looking, doubt. But they won't even but yeah, they don't care. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're eating down here. You can come with us yeah. if you want to. They'll let out you. a couple whistles and tell them, hey, we're going down here. But definitely, <laughs> if you've got them decoys set up on the body of water that they want to be on, yep. you can definitely direct them to where mm-hmm. you are instead of landing on the other side or whatever. you just got yeah. to be in the right general area. not Maybe not right on the spot, but the right pool at least. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. Um, about you, Brett. You got anything you know would like to add about the you know the upcoming South Carolina season? Uh, I'm just really looking forward to it because uh, I like it because I find it more difficult than North Carolina almost. Yep. Because of different locations, you have to hunt a different way, shoot a different way. Oh yeah. You know, think completely different. Definitely. And I just find that fun because it's different every hunt. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's all completely different. Game, you know, yeah, so. yeah, sure. I mean, that's the difference in them big water hunts on the the reservoirs mm. versus you know you get down there in them little beaver ponds, and yeah. it's like, it, truthfully, when you get down to those, it's just it's literally just hard to walk. Mm. So yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you think of everything else that goes along with that, mm. you know. 
putt, that's where them birds want to be. So yeah. that's where you got to be, you know. Yes, sir. Dad, anything you got to say, you know, on the upcoming South Carolina season? I know you was down when we planted and all that good stuff. Yeah, so I, for say, all that. I, I was going to touch on what Morgan said, what you just said. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to to hunting the planted areas and seeing last year was good. Yeah. And just truly seeing what the difference is. Yeah, yeah, be. seeing if we can see if it would be a little better. we got plenty of time early enough. Yeah, of course. Had, had, you know, enough rain this summer to keep them up. You know, it really wasn't a super dry summer in our area. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, just looking forward to reaping our rewards. Of yeah, our work, yeah, guess. yes, so, sir, because yeah, it, sure. it was hot. It was definitely hot. <laughs> Getting down in them South Carolina swamps. <laughs> for sure. We didn't see many snakes, thank goodness. Luckily. <laughs> but, uh. I can tell you, you know, it was it was a lot of work, and I just hope it, you know, and I think it will. Oh yeah, well. yeah, and like I, I can tell you right now, I was about to die in them waders in the well, ninety-five like, degree heat. Like we said, out there trying to get that done. Times, definitely, it'll be worth it. Definitely, it'll be definitely, definitely. Worth it. definitely. And, it's, worth it. and, so I'm and, ready to and what'll make it so much worth it too is that they're just. Whereas, you know, you get out to the bigger duck hunting areas, it's got the rice field and they've got the, you know, all the private impoundments and all that stuff. We don't have all that around here anywhere. Mm -hmm. So you get a spot that's planted up and managed right in a good area that has birds anyway. Yeah. You can really, I believe, you know, draw them into reward. Really draw them in. Exactly. It's all about if they find it. Exactly. For sure. There's plenty of birds in that area. Naturally. There's also literally hundreds and hundreds of swamp holes oh there is there. definitely definitely All over exactly the place. It's so that's, that's exactly it's low land and that's just that is that and that's why you and got to try to make to your spot you. make your spot better make than all spot, those other spots spot. exactly and obviously really you know the right and legal way which is what we've done oh, all sure. the way back in i think we planted in june and july yeah. so yeah. basically we planted a mixture of rice brown top millet and japanese millet and the main goal with us was we planted it all at the same time. The rice has about a four-month maturity period. so And then the Japanese has about a three-month, and the brown top has about a two-month. So we planted them all about the exact same time. What our goal was for the brown top to come up, drop, feed the birds for September-ish, you know, September, early October. Then now the, the, the Jap should be maturing and hopefully dropping, feeding the birds for now. And then yep. that rice should be maturing right on about the start of the season, just about perfect, you know. Yep. And then we're just hoping to, you know, hunt that right on through. And if you do it the right way, there's 100% legal, no manipulation, obviously. you got to plant it and just let yep. it grow. Just let it grow. Exactly. Yeah. And now if you got a water control structure of some kind and you can drain it down, all the better. We didn't, yep. but luckily those ponds kind of, draw down a little bit in the summer exactly they they draw down a little bit in the summer when it's drier which is great because it exposes those mud flats and that's exactly what we did we planted all the mud flats and all the edges real good and everything and now you know generally when you know the winter comes in and the water levels start coming back up a little bit get a lot more rain and obviously not as much here but some snow and stuff like that and that'll really fill them back up and so then resubmerge all that stuff so that's just kind of what we try to do with that was like a three-stage uh, growing and you know I guess Feeding. you would say dropping you know seed dropping process so we planted yeah. three different uh, you know kinds of seed with three different maturity rates intentionally so one would come up kind of feed and get them in there in the off season in September October next one would start dropping off and keep them in there and then the third one will start dropping and have, they'll be in there for season and hopefully all through season yep. you know because obviously the rice is the heaviest producer of any of them yeah. if it if it does correctly. Yep. for sure so i just like we talked about i'm thrilled for that to, to check all that out and uh just my, my main ex- expectation or excitement to try to do is just to and, and i mean i'm not saying i'm going to be disappointed if we don't if we kill birds at all i'm gonna be a happy camper for sure but my goal is just to see if we can kill a few more than we did last year and yeah, just to try yeah. to keep doing that just to just to exactly exactly a little better that's all i want to do i don't care yeah, if it's yeah. one more bird or if it's 100 more birds I'm gonna be a happy camper. For goes, sure, goes exactly. back to what we talked about in the first segment. Just, just sharpen everything each year. Yes, sir. Correct. Each year, sharper, sharper, tighter, better, better, better. Exactly right. You know, absolutely. And then, and then you're limiting out, and you're absolutely. You know, you're just doing it. Well, that's awesome, y'all. That's been it's been a great time on here. I appreciate all y'all for coming in here and you know yeah. doing this with us. 
Uh, is there anything else that any of y'all would you know like to just add on the end of it real quick before we go here? Anybody? Well, I'd, I'd just like to say, you know, with the with the first click coming next week, everybody, I want, you know, something we need to touch on every time we talk yep. to safety. Yep, definitely. Everybody be safe. Definitely. Smart moves. Make sure you got, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say you got to wear your life jacket because I'd be a hypocrite, but make sure you got one with you. That's one yeah. thing. If you're and, out and on the boat and stuff it. like not, that. Not and not, yeah. Under, stowed away under lock and key under the Exactly right. Exactly right. And, and I mean, then there ain't no sense to be running 100 mile an hour out across the lake right. either in the pitch you black dark. You plenty of time. Yeah, exactly. Plenty, plenty of planning, plenty of everything. And just, you know, number one, safe, number one thing is to get home. Correct. You know, you always want to get home safe. Definitely. And your whole crew. Definitely. With you safe. Definitely. So. No, I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. I just want sure. everybody to be safe. Of course, that's, of course. That's, that's, that's great. Yeah, right returning back to be able to talk about these memories. Definitely, yep. definitely. Yeah. All this stuff. Definitely, Morgan. Anything from you? You good on? Yeah, just like like we said earlier. Excited. Yeah, me too. Ready buddy. to get out there, man. Yeah. Ready to ready to get back on the water. And it's gonna it be is. a long three days. We got it is, but it's gonna be worth every bit of it. We got seven days. There you go. Awesome. Seven days yeah, until the first shooting. day of the season. Yep, yep. Yeah. For sure, man. Ready to get out sure. there, ready to get a good setup. You know, sure. I was talking about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know, it's Friday night now, so Saturday and Sunday, y'all already gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Of course. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> we can't always sure. fly by. Yeah. And we're going, like, we, I don't remember if I said on the last one or not, but we, we keep our, you know, our boat stays up there at our spot. And we're going to definitely go up there a day early and just give the boat a good check over. And that's definitely something else, you know, that I just thought about, you know, recommend for everybody is inspect all your equipment, you know, now before you get out there and then you get in trouble. Always be prepared. And and have a backup plan, exactly, something like that. And make another big thing is make sure that somebody, some way, shape, or form, always knows where you're going and when you plan to come back. Make sure you keep a good charge phone on you, a portable yeah, charger, exactly. you know, exactly. anything so Tell your wife, happen. tell your girlfriend, tell your mom, whoever it might be, just say, hey, pull the map out on your phone, drop a little pin there and say, this is where I'm going. If I'm not back by dark, this is where they need to start. You know, just yeah, just yeah. so there's there's just, just something sure. for them to go on rather than they're just, well, he went out on the lake duck hunting this morning and I never heard back. That's, that, right. that's a big Always lake or wherever, you know. That's no problem man. but that's a big lake you know so it, something like that could be the matter of being found alive or being found dead you know stuff like yeah. that so definitely just just a little stuff like that and everybody knows this and has heard this but, but it never hurts it's it. easy to go around it never hurts to be reminded of it it's me you anybody here you know definitely definitely yeah, always keep some form you know reliable communication definitely Via cell phone, you know everyone's got a phone now. Cell phone, sure, first sure. Day, if you got service, yeah. If not, definitely make sure somebody knows exactly where yep. you're going on an yep. offline map or something yep. like that, because they've got that. You know, all your first, yeah, they the can GPS all get track or exactly. Yep. If you yep. go on while you have service, make a note, drop a pin, zoom it out, then send a screenshot of that to your, you know, whoever is your, you know, your person. Definitely, that's 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 perfect for sure. Because then, at least, like I said, the worst case scenario. It gives them somewhere to start, and that could truly be the difference for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Definitely. Brett, Brett, anything from you, you know, uh, before we go on here? I'm excited. That's I'm just awesome. ready for, you know, every weekend hunting. It's different. <laughs> it's fun. It's hard. It's hard but, on the body, that's for uh, sure, but yeah, it's worth yeah. every bit uh, of it. I almost yeah, missed the, the – yeah. I almost missed 36 hours without sleep. <laughs> I missed the grind of <laughs> it. Yeah. Until you've done it for about two uh, weeks, and you'd be like, "My God!" Yeah. <laughs> but you get rewarded. Bed on Sunday yeah, that's right. Dread waking up on Monday to go to work <laughs> when you wish mm-hmm. you was waking up four o'clock to go hunting instead. Yeah. Dread waking up at six thirty on Monday to go to work, but you'd be glad to get yeah, up at three exactly. thirty to go up duck exactly hunting. Exactly right. Or just not get up at all. <laughs> definitely <laughs> stay definitely. up all night. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. That'll probably be Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, the excitement yeah. will just—it'll really kick in and. No one's gonna be able to sleep. Oh yeah, for sure. There ain't no chance yeah. I'm sleeping. I I don't think I've slept on open for the last sleep. three years. Very, very little. Very tossy and turny. Yeah. There might be a little bit of sleep for I me out there, out there, out there after that's we're already all set up and everything, sitting in my swamp seat, oh, leaned up against the tree. Say, <laughs> I find, yeah. me, find right. me a good spot that's to right. curl up for a little while. That's awesome. That is good stuff, y'all. That's one thing that I was gonna mention here, and I can't guarantee it, guys. So don't hold me to it. But I'm going to try my best to carry my little, you know, mobile podcast equipment out there and 
depending if we got plenty of time after breakfast and everything's all good, we might pull the mic out and just talk for a few minutes, you know, from the blind, from the setup out there right before, you know, hunting time. And just, you know, just because that's, I, I've heard a couple people do it and it just sounds really cool, you know, to kind of be there. Like, say you're stuck at work that morning and you can't be hunting. At least if you hear everybody talking about it, it's like you're in the blind with them, you know. And we love to bring y'all along in the blind with us for, you know, at least a few minutes. That way you can just kind of experience, you know, how awesome it is for all of us. And like we said, you know, just the camaraderie of being able to hang out together, you know, before the hunt. So, yeah. like I said, it probably, if, if I can do it, if it works out where we can do it, it won't be very long. It won't be very, very in-depth. It'll just be us kind of talking about our setup and all that good stuff. But uh, definitely, if you enjoy that, be be looking for it. But for sure, whenever we get back, we'll definitely have a get all get back together in here at some point and have kind of a wrap up of that hunt as well too. So uh, Hunter's going to be with us as well, our our brother, mine and Morgan's brother, and uh, he'll be up there hunting with us. Hate that he couldn't get on here with us tonight, but hey, that's how it goes sometimes. We'll get him on that one. Try to have everybody in here to talk about it then. That'd be a good time, and I absolutely can't wait for it. I appreciate all you guys for coming in here tonight, and I cannot wait to get up here for this hunt. It's going to be a great time, and then the rest of the season thereafter, it's going to be good stuff. It's a good season. Yes, sir. Good, yes, sir. good time. Good favorite, time of favorite time of the year. Good exactly. time of year. Exactly. <laughs> for yep. sure. All right. all right. Be safe, and God bless. Yep, yep. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. I uh, hope you all have a great luck in your own upcoming season. Anybody that's hunting North Carolina uh, next weekend, uh, best of luck to you. Send us some pictures. Let us, you know, if you want us to post it up, we'll be glad to send us some pictures of your harvest and all that good stuff. And uh, if anybody wants to come on here and talk about their hunt, you know, in an uh, upcoming episode, by all means, get in touch with us. We got our website that's uh, linked on our Instagram page. You can find us uh, on Instagram at mid underscore Carolinas underscore outdoors 704. Uh, just like I said, if anybody wants to come on the podcast, if you want to share some of your hunting pictures, just get in touch with us. Uh, shoot us a DM and let us know. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Hope you all have a wonderful night. Great season. Be safe out there. Thanks again. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. If anybody would like to come on the Hunting Carolinas podcast, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram channel at mid underscore Carolina underscore outdoors 704. Thanks again for listening and catch us on the next episode.